All right, here we go. Here we go. This is the Ball of Wax podcast. You're so proud of that. I am so proud of that. (laughs) I'm so proud of the setup. This is legit this time. I know, isn't it? It really is. You look so funny with the the headphones on, and you're so happy about it. I'm like a little kid right now. You really are. I'm very proud of myself. This is great. This is so much better than trying to huddle around one microphone. Yeah, I agree with that. The only thing is I wish um I wish the thing down there had two spaces for headphones so you could have your own headphones too. It's fine. Yeah. Um well anyway, what have you been up to? I don't know, man. No? I had another mental breakdown about school. The okay. whole mental breakdown change major. <laughs> yes. I am well aware. I'm familiar with that. I'm familiar with that whole process. It happens. Yeah, it do. You feeling better? today no no <laughs> no not after class god no if you got a five or a six that doesn't mean you're average she said you're above average four barely average. but no one four. got a four who got a five doubt anybody got a five i got a six i'm sure someone got a five <sighs> oh but your audio thing was so much better than your video like i mean it was just a full step higher and then you give me a six that's the same grade i got on the video <sighs> well also that assignment was kind of janky too yeah to read up the poem make it different to read a poem like it's not a poem <sighs> like dude it's a poem for a freaking reason like, if you want me to be dramatic about something else, then go give me a different thing. Go give me something to be dramatic about. Give me a paragraph out of a book. Go make me read, like, some freaking chapter out of the Bible for all I care. I'll give you character. I don't care. Oh, my God. She, does she listen to this podcast? No. She did? No, that was the one on my thing. Okay. So she doesn't know about this one. No. And if she hears it, she freaking hears it. I don't really care anymore. That's the spirit. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've reached that point in the semester. Nothing wrong with that. I'm gonna turn this up here. Let's see. Let's see what that does. Oh, yeah, that's a lot better. That's a hey, it's a work in progress. We're 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 This amateurs. is what happens when you like change your your setup just out of nowhere. Cause the thing was, it's not like it wasn't working with mine. Like it was working. It was just super like echoey and super open. But yeah. then this one Because we're using, it's not just like one variable we've changed. We've changed like multiple things. I'd say we've really stepped up our game. Mm -hmm. I'd say this is, um, this is more professional. Yeah. And. Yeah. You got a whole box. I've got a box. Got a box on the floor. That's one step ahead. You got a box over here. Two box. You got two box. That box came in a box. (laughs) Three boxes. Two mics. Two mic stands. Yes. Computer. yeah. We've got, um, what are these, cables? XLR cables. Yeah, XLR cables. Did you hear that? XLR cables. I don't know if they're three pin or five pin, but they're XLR cables. Three pin. Three pin. Wow. Three pin. I do have some five pin ones, but those are for my keyboard. Mm, standard man. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway, so the World Series just happened. Yeah. Um, I really wish I had a song to listen to jeff passan is such a weird man this man came up with a song about randy or rosarena did he come up with it he wrote it 
Yep, because his his editor said you can't write a story or you can't write a song, and then he said I'm gonna go onto this other podcast, and now he's done it on two different shows, and he's done it in his Elmo voice, but it's great. There's a guy who hits his name Randy Rosarena. Every time he takes a swing, it is a thing. It's called Sabuena. Running around the bases, he's as fast as a hyena. Ah, Rosarena. I. <laughs> It's great. And so the thing is... That is great. I listened to this the day before game six. Or two day, two days before. I don't know. It was before game six or before game five. When I was driving home. I was listening to it and I heard it and I said, Oh no. Please no. So I get home and I show my dad. And then we're sitting and we're watching the baseball game. And in the back of my head, I just hear... There's a guy whose name is Randy Rosarena. And I was like, no, please, no, please don't. <laughs> I do not need this. Yeah. And now I can't get it out of my freaking head. Oh, it's so. Uh... I like that. That's good. Oh, it's great. That's it's good. So catchy. That is, that is catchy. I like Jeff Passan a lot. He's. Oh, he's my favorite. He's good. He does. He nails that Elmo, that Elmo he voice. He really too. does. He did it at the end with the elbow voice and it was pretty funny. He also did it on the Dan Levitard show in the Elmo voice. Oh, Mark's buddy. Yeah. Mark's buddy, Dan. <laughs> Almost as good as Pete's buddy Freddy, my good friend oh, Freddy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow, I forgot about him. Yeah. So, um, so the series, um, so the Dodgers won in six. Disgusting. Yeah, we're not Dodgers fans. So the thing is, you break it down into the four teams that could have made it to the World Series, and I had like who I I, I could have ranked who I wanted to win from most wanting to win to least wanting to win. And the Dodgers were obviously number four on that list. Anyone else could have won, and I would have been happy. It was the uh, the Rays and the Astros and the Dodgers and the Braves, right? So my ranking yeah. would have been Astros, Braves, Rays, Dodgers. Yeah, mine would have been Braves, Rays, Dodgers, Astros. Yeah, but that makes sense for you. Yeah. Um. So, so they uh, so the Rays for a little while, I thought they had a chance to win the whole thing. But then, like, as the series went on, it really just felt like the Dodgers just outplayed them in every aspect. Kevin Cash. And, and I mean, even 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 if that didn't happen in game six. He just felt mismanaged like, his bullpen the entire time. It wasn't just game six. Sure. And, but, I, I mean, like, it felt like, um, like, even the game that the Rays won, that crazy game that they won. The five. Yeah. Even that, like, the Dodgers should have won that game. You know, mm. it just felt like it just felt like to me anyway that the the Rays were playing above their. I don't know what I mean by that, but they were like, I don't know. I just maybe the Rays were like playing with house money or something like that. But I I there was no point in the series where I thought the Rays were the better team. That's probably true. I think if the Dodgers were gonna get it, any and and blah blah blah. blah, blah. Hmm, yep. How does English work again? <laughs> if the Dodgers were going to get it in any year, it would have been this year just because you can't you can't have Mookie for the first like for the first time and then not, you know, produce with that. Mookie was the missing piece. You can't you can't tell me I'm wrong. No, I yes, I can tell you that you're wrong because the Dodgers didn't have a missing piece. I know they just now won it and I know they they've been competitive for like 10 years or whatever, but they didn't have a missing piece. They just kept blowing it. Mookie, you can't. You can put. Mookie, How did they blow it against the, the Red Sox? MVP, you can put the MVP. Well, I just mean they had a lot of talent. Ah. But I mean, 
you, you could put the MVP of the league on any team and say that it was a missing piece. Yeah. But, I mean, the Dodgers were not a Mookie Betts away. They were good enough to win it without Mookie Betts. But Mookie Betts didn't hurt. Well, no, Mookie Betts didn't hurt at all, but that's not what you said. That's true. <laughs> that is true. You know what I did think, though? I did think Mookie Betts was going to win the MVP. I was wondering if he would. I was also wondering if they would give it to Kershaw. I was thinking it's either going to be Mookie or Kershaw, and then you want to know who it ends up being? Freaking Corey Seager. Seager was pretty unanimous. He he dominated the whole time. Um, I don't I think I watched it enough. Like Obviously, I watched the World Series, but I think I would zone out, and then all of a sudden, every time I would pay back attention, Randy Rosarena would be up to bat. It did seem like he was up to bat every time I, I, I looked swear, at the TV. Every time I'd be like laying here and I'd like have my laptop and it'd be playing or whatever. And I'd be like doing something facing the wall and I'd turn over just to see how the game's going. And it's like, oh, hey, Randy's up to bat again. And he was always getting hits too. Oh, yeah. Like, no. And then the number of times that like between my dad and I, the texts are just Randy in all caps for like hitting another home run. Like, dude, Randy yeah. Rosarena on fire. Yeah. No, he was phenomenal. And I think um, I think a lesson to be learned is that if the Rays want to make a trade with you for one of your prospects, that's a bad sign. Because <laughs> the <laughs> Rays are you want to keep that. The person. Rays can the Rays are ex- extremely yeah. good at at identifying young talent. Like they're just like, oh yeah, we want this guy. This guy that looks like he like low key looks like he's never gonna produce for you guys. We want him. Yeah. We'll give you a bag of chips for him. And yeah. then he turns out to hit 10 home runs in the postseason. Yeah, which like, is just insane. Good yeah. God, man. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so game six, um, the, the series went to six games, obviously. And game six, um, the the Rays actually took the lead first. Um, because and they, of Randy. And they, yeah, yeah, exactly. Good and man, th- Randy. Yeah, and uh, they had the lead until the sixth when... Um, Rays manager Kevin or er, Kevin, Kevin Cash. Cash. He okay, took, he took Blake Snell out of the game. Who was having after, a of a game after he had just given up his second hit of the game? He'd only give up two, given and up two Blake hits, Snell and he took him like out. That. Blake Snell never pitches like that. Like, okay, you know how you you were, he had like nine strikeouts when they took him out. Snell is not a strikeout pitcher. He's like a pitch to contact type of guy. So you see, he's doing absolutely phenomenal and then kevin cash is like hmm hit number two i'm just uh who'd they bring in yarborough uh no they brought in nick anderson oh. who is normally good but he's had a rough postseason um during the regular season he was pretty good uh but but in in the postseason i think he's given up a home run like his last three or four outings like he's he's not been doing that great let's just put it this way 2020 postseason kevin cash is not the same kevin cash that won manager of the year in 2018 and then someone at work the other day was giving me the argument that kevin cash is still gonna win manager of the year this year because um, his regular season managing was great he just doesn't know how to apparently manage in the postseason. But in the postseason, he did pretty much the same thing he did in the regular season. It I just know. didn't work. Exactly. So I mean, if Since there's it's a one thing that stat and not a postseason, if stat. there's one thing you can commend him for, it is managing the same way the whole time. That's true. Because he did. I mean, in the playoffs, you have a little bit of a quicker hook anyway, but. He was doing that the whole season, uh. overusing relievers and all that, which brings me to a point. You know the new rule about how a reliever has the to go... The three batter or the the out and end the inning type of thing? Yeah. So a reliever, when they come in, they have to pitch to three batters or they have to end the inning. And the idea behind that is that 
you'll use less pitchers in a game. It and speeds have, it up a little bit. And you'll have less pitching changes and results in a quicker game. I have a hypothesis, and this is not backed by any data, and I've not done any research, but I have a theory. And I think it's done the opposite. And Made I the think, games longer? think we have more pitching changes and longer games as a result of that rule. Because, now listen to this. This is, this is why I think this. You have, let's say you bring in a pitcher mm-hmm. at the beginning of the inning. Mm-hmm. And in the old rules, you could take him out. Like, let's say you have, you're bringing in a lefty to face a righty and a lefty and a righty. Well, um, so you bring in you bring in that you bring in that pitcher. Well, in the old rules, you could take him out after the first batter and let the next guy finish the inning. Sure. But now you have to leave him in. And you leave him in and it results in more hits, more offense. And then you have to But then that means more action, which is Yes, but that's more, what you're wanting. That's what Well, is Manfred that the goal? Wants. Is more action the goal or is a quicker game the goal? Cuz I thought it was a quicker game. I think it's it's a faster or like ultimately the time spent during the game needs to be more action based as opposed to more swap based. Well, if that's the case, because if you have so let's say let's and I know this is impractical. If you have it's a dragging game, the games out is no, my point. But if you have like a four hour game, right? And once again, very impractical. And I'm just pulling numbers out of my butt right now. But if you have X amount of pitching changes, um. But you have like the same rule in place, and you have three and a half hours of like play time, and then thirty minutes is just spent with that like swapping out. Then that's what you want, because he wants more like action in the game. He thinks there's too much downtime right now. That's okay. And I get it; those are like obscure numbers and like really big because I know. Yeah, but I'm not. Take... I'm not going to focus on the numbers. Right, right. But I, f- I mean, it's baseball. I mean. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about basketball here, so I don't know if that's if that's Manfred's deal with baseball. Then I think he's in the wrong sport, but yeah. which I think he is anyway. But um, I I just I think that the pitching change rule has just dragged the games out longer, which is not the effect that it was supposed to have. Oh yeah, and it like watching these playoff games is just brutal because these managers have such a quick hook. I mean, I don't blame the managers. I mean, they're doing what they should. But yeah, they're doing what they're getting paid the, to do. The ru- God, like these rules are just, it's dragging the game out and it sucks. It's hard to watch, yeah. you know? Yeah. It just drives like if me you, nuts. If, if, you, if you don't like baseball or you watch baseball as like a, like a side thing, yeah. No, this is super annoying. And even, that's even for, I'm a diehard baseball fan and it's driving me nuts. I spend more time listening to the commentators and listening to the people talking than actually watching the baseball game because every time I like, Turnover, it's like, oh, they're doing a pitching change again. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's brutal. It's brutal. But I don't know that I just add that to a long list of things that you don't like about Manfred. Rob Manfred has done to he he does one thing to try to solve a problem and then and creates six other creates problems six <laughs> other problems. Yeah, exactly. Oh god. So, um, on the subject of problems. Justin Turner. Yeah, so that was weird. So the first thing, the first thing that's weird about it is that apparently the test results didn't come in before the game. They came in during so if like you're the eighth your, inning. If you're getting your test results in, during the game, then what's the point, right? Like, what's the point? Either you don't play the game, or then you just like just worry about it tomorrow type of thing. It's right? so. It, I I don't know. I don't see how you could. Ha- I don't see how you could have your test results coming in the mid game when the whole point of getting tested is determined whether you can 
to determine whether you can play this game. Exactly. Like, it defeats the purpose of getting tested. And then they came in in the second inning, and it took until the eighth inning to get him out of the game. Right. Which is like, what What are we doing here? Like, what's the point? And that that makes me think, like, it surely did not take six innings, two hours, to get the word to him. No. I wonder when they knew, and I wonder how long they waited, because they didn't want it to impact the game. Oh, yeah. And I wonder if it came down to the Dodgers in the eighth inning because they knew, okay, it's the eighth inning. He's probably not going to get another at bat. Yeah, I, don't, like, I don't know if his spot came up again or not, but it's least like likely to affect. The, they're already in the lead. It's least likely to affect the game in the eighth inning than the second, right? So I wonder. I wonder if there's like some funny business going on there. Probably. Yeah. Also, w- how is it only how how is he number one? If they did this bubble concept, how did he get it? Number one. Number two. How did nobody else get it? How is everybody else testing negative except for Justin Turner? Well, that's okay. So on your first point. It's not a true bubble. They That's ca- true. they call it a bubble, but it's not a bubble. It's not a bubble. You don't have a bubble where twelve thousand people come into each game That's and true. leave. It's not a bubble. They the hotels they're staying at. They're having regular customers stay at the hotel too. That's not a bubble. A bubble is when they're isolated, and they were not isolated. None of them were and throughout the whole playoffs. I mean, baseball just got lucky that they that no. Turner was the first positive test, and even if it's a false positive, they got lucky. Because they did not have a bubble. They like they can call it a bubble. But hockey had a bubble. Basketball had a bubble. Yeah. This is not a bubble. And and it's it's a miracle that they didn't have more positive tests. And then um and then and then after the game, he's on the field yeah. without a mask. He, and, and here's the thing, here's the thing. So there was a there was an athletic article about it yesterday and I was reading it. He was like emphatic uh, emphatically wanting to go out onto the field or whatever. And he like did not like um, just basically he had some support. Someone supported him because they were like, no, you shouldn't go out there. And he was like, oh, but we just won the world's not direct quotes at all. We just won the world series. I want to be out there with my boys, blah, 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 blah. So then they're like, someone, someone let him go. Okay. Someone let him go out onto the field. And that's why all of a sudden everybody had a mask on. Did you not see that? They were all, they came back from commercial. Everybody had a mask. Everyone had a mask. And, and it was, was they, they they had a box of medical masks. They were just passing yeah, out. Yeah, no, and I didn't I didn't see Turner, and I hadn't seen anything at that point. I was just watching everybody get masks. Like, I was like, uh oh, something happened. So I text my dad. I was like, oh, what happened? He goes, I think Justin Turner tested positive. And I was like, oh. So yeah. I look on Twitter and I find all the information out. And then all of a sudden, and I never saw Justin Turner come back out until I see pictures later that night because I think after that I like turned it off or whatever. I like stopped watching. Um, but. He was like, in the article, it was like, oh, yeah, he went out there with a mask on. And then all of a sudden, I see, like, I realized he had, like, the mask on the chin at one point, And then he took it off. And he's, like, kissing his wife and yeah. hugging all his buddies. And I was like, that doesn't. Yeah. Like, I get it. If you're under, like, the concept of, oh, well, we're already, like, we've all been around each other. So if I have it, some other guy's got to have it. But, like, that's still. It doesn't so so selfish. That and doesn't make any lick of sense at yeah, all. Yeah, it doesn't. And and MLB has to has to answer for that, I think. But did you see the statement that MLB put out? They, they put gave him all, a sternly worded letter. They put all the blame on him and Manfred took no responsibility. Of course he didn't. Of yeah. course he fucking didn't. Yeah. Oh that's my not God. what he does. That's not his thing. Responsibility's no. not his thing. I don't know. Uh, it was very weird. But um I am ready for next season already because it was a short season, and I did not it was like a really it. Short season, especially if you're a Rangers fan. It was a shorter season. <laughs> <laughs> they put Kike Hernandez in for Turner, 
but now I'm trying to see. Okay. Yeah, he did get one at bat. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I remember he had an at bat. Yeah, he did. He did that. Oh, one. oh, in the top of the, no. Uh, in the bottom of the eighth, Kike Hernandez struck out swinging. After Betts homered to center. So yeah. I think Betts homered, and then they yes. pulled Turner. That's no, how that had to have no, Or did Turner, they pull Turner before that? They Yeah, they pulled Turner before that. They they, okay. they pulled him um, when they went on defense. He didn't okay, come so out. He didn't come out under the, the field, and the, the announcers eight. were trying to figure out why they didn't know. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was just a mess. But, Dang. but yeah. So anyway, hopefully this is all done by next season, because or at least more under control. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Cool. All right. So that's our baseball talk for the day. Yeah. What are you doing on your phone over there? I'm looking at stuff. Oh, okay. I was looking at this. I was looking at the box score, trying to figure out how. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kike, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who came up when and whatever. Anyway, so there's this movie, and um, it's called S House. I'm not going to say the title because I don't cuss. I don't have a potty mouth. You just imagine that it rhymes with clit house. <laughs> just kidding. It's called shit house. And so there's this movie called Shit House, and it's the cool thing. There's many cool things about this movie, but I'll start with. The writer, the director, and the main star of the movie are all the same person. And he's this 22-year-old kid named Cooper Rafe. Rife? Cooper Rife. And he's from Dallas. And um, and I heard about this movie because uh, I'm a big fan of the Ben and Skin show. And they talk about local stuff all the time. Why would you shake your head like that? I don't know. Interesting. I don't know what I think about the Ben and Skin show. But I also probably have to listen to the Ben and Skin show in order to have an opinion. That makes sense that you don't know what you think about it then. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Skin actually worked on the uh, the music for the movie and Cooper Rafe, Rife, I don't know how to say his name, Cooper Rife. Mr. Cooper, sir. Yes, Cooper is uh, Jeff's cousin. So, um, so Jeff? Skin, oh. sorry. Sorry, his name is Jeff Skin. And so um, I, I had heard a lot of talk about the movie and, but then I was like, okay, fine, I'll go watch it. I'll see what it's all about. And I watched it and it's legitimately... I would say one of the best movies about the college experience that I've ever seen. Um, and it, it's not a straight up comedy and it's not a straight up drama it's somewhere in the middle. Mm. Um, it's probably just a drama with funny parts. It's probably the best way to describe it. Um, but anyway, it's just this, it's, it's the phenomenally shot, um, really good direction. The whole thing is good. The actors are good. Really good really well written too it's one of those movies that at least for me i had to watch like two or three times before i, I caught everything because uh, uh, i think that's how that how it is with most movies i think so too but not like i would say it's not like that for um okay so i think there's a difference in movies that are made as product versus movies that are made as art okay and for movies that are made as art yes for movies that are made as a product, no. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but not... Yes. Yes, it makes sense. Okay. So this is clearly a movie that is made as art. And so because of that, yeah, it, it takes a couple watches, I think, to catch everything. Um, and I don't want to like spoil everything, but the main thing... I, I, I felt like I could relate to this, the main character, uh, and like a super kind of freaky way. Um, Cause I'll just give you a little bit. 
So the 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 main character, he's in college, he's in his freshman year, and he's away from his family, and he wants to go home as often as he can. He wants to like call his mom, you know, as often as he can because he misses his family and and all that. And in, in doing so, he kind of realizes that you miss out on like the college experience when you do that. Like part of the college experience is like being on your own and not going to your mom every time you need to go to your mom you know what i mean and and learning how to live your own life and when i was in college the first time i was going home like every single weekend and i was basically like living in rowlett on the weekends and in denton during the week and i definitely feel like i missed out on a huge part of the college experience and just life experience in general but was it because of a girl yes it 100 percent was but still, like, that's why I feel like I could relate to the character because yeah, 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 yeah. he's facing that same issue. And then and then he also gets into, like, the the problems with making friends, um, you know, and all that good stuff. So I feel like anybody who's ever, like, been at college and felt homesick felt like they had issues making friends. Um, I feel like you're calling me out on, like, an unnecessary level. I just don't. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I, I felt like a personal attack on my character. Whoa. I, no, it no, no. really did. Attack? Yeah. Like the Owen Wilson thing in the car. Okay. It felt like that, except worse. Well, you're not... I don't... Okay. I didn't mean it like... I'm not like subtly telling you like how to live your life or anything. I also think that it, these are like very widespread problems. Right. I think people don't really talk about them. Because it's not like cool to talk about, um, Ooh, but feelings, I imagine. right exactly. But I would bet that it, I don't know a huge number of college kids experience this, yeah. and I think that's what makes that's what makes stuff so good is that stuff is relatable. And this movie just came out, but it has like a ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like all the reviews are positive about it. Um, and it's it's just gotten great ratings and stuff. And I think even even if it won't solve like everything that's wrong, I think seeing just seeing another human being and being able to relate to the same problems is very powerful. Does that make sense? Yeah. Anyway, um it also it also the the lead actress in this movie, her name is Dylan Jalula. I think that's how you say that. Like the hot sauce? Do you know the hot sauce Cholula? It's not Cholula. Oh. It's with a G. Oh. But I don't know if it's a hard G or a soft G. But I followed her on Twitter, and she might be the funniest person I've ever seen in the whole wide world. She's amazing. I want to be her best friend. Nice. Um, but anyway, so I watched that movie um, like two weeks ago, and it just blew me away. I don't think I cried. I could have cried. <laughs> I cried at the end of The Good Place. I finished The Good Place. I cried at the end of that. Haven't seen that one. Oh, phenomenal show. It's on Netflix. You have a Netflix. Uh, sure. Well, you have a Netflix login. Yeah. You, <laughs> you have access to a login. I would watch. Their episodes are like 20 minutes long. It's super easy to binge. I just. Phenomenal show. Started a different show, though. Okay. What show did you start? 
designated survivor. Oh, that's a serious show. Yeah. Good Place is kind of light. So if you need uh, yeah, a break from no, if I you know. need a break from the heaviness, put on the Good Place. I apparently gravitate to the heavy shows because I finished Quantico before I watched. Oh, it's kind of the same kind of. Yeah. It's like an I, FBI show, right? Yeah, yeah, I like those kind of shows. I got you. Um. So anyway, the last thing I'll say about Shit House is it's not on Netflix or Hulu or anything. Unfortunately, I, it's six ninety nine on YouTube though. Yeah, yeah, it's on. You, you can get on YouTube, uh, the PlayStation Store. Um, all those kind of places, Amazon Prime probably, but um, it's just one of those things that it it's not. Uh, you have to pay to watch it basically, and it's not really in movie theaters. It's in only like fifty movie theaters across the country, so um, you know you just kind of have to have to pay some money to watch it. But I think it's a hundred percent worth it, and I would not be surprised. <laughs> I would not be surprised if Cooper Rife like blows up after this. Because it's just, it's insane to see, like, this kind of project written, directed, and starred in by a 22-year-old kid. Like, he just graduated from college, I think. Like, it's insane. It's just, it's phenomenal work. I, it's it's in the same vein as, um, like, 500 Days of Summer. Have you seen that? Nope. It's in the same vein as, like, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Have you seen that? Nope. These are all phenomenal movies. That you I know. Watch, I know. Perks of Being a Wallflower is like something I need to watch. Um, you should also read that book. The book was better. I've read the book. Okay. Okay. I've read the book. Okay. But I've not seen the movie. Okay. Um, it's in the same vein as like those kind of movies. Um, the like coming of age, like more college. Yeah. Coming of age yes. It's like movie. a college age coming college age coming of age type of thing, um, which I love that kind of stuff. Um, um, but I, anyway, I thought it was really good. So jerseys the stars the stars on, just wait, released a new jersey i know they did but th- this this you need to see this before we start talking about that someone this morning a reddit user um came out with like if other teams did the neon oh concept so here's there's four of them the habs um the golden knights the canucks and there was another one that i'm missing the jets i think Maple Leafs. Oh, the Maple Leafs, not the Jets. The Vegas ones look just like Vegas now. I think the Vegas ones look dope. The Vegas ones actually look good. The rest of these look like laser tag uniforms. That's what the Dallas one looks like. Yes, I don't like the Dallas one. No, I. So, so it looks it looks like glow in the dark, but they look so glow in the dark that they look like they would glow in the day. <laughs> like. <laughs> They're extremely. They're so obnoxiously bright, and the thing is, I love blackout jerseys, and like I like blackout jerseys. I like color rush jerseys. Doesn't matter, like the color rush uniforms. I love. The NFL. I love most of those. Yeah, love color rush, except for when the Seahawks did the neon green one. I don't really like the neon green when it's like the main color. But the thing is, the Dallas one isn't neon green as the main color. The black is the main color, but then the green is so not their green. Yeah, that's the thing. It's painful. Yes. Which is weird, because that victory green that the stars have is... It's already kind of bright. It is, but it's a really good green, I think. I like that kind of green. It's green in in like a good respect, but not if you look it up on the... like. If you look up the color code for that green, it's a very blue green. Really? Yeah. I, um... The good In comparison th- to like our green for UNT. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the good thing is they only said they're going to wear them like 15 times over the next three years. So that's kind of good. I definitely much rather prefer the uh, the Winter Classics that they 
Okay, so I was Those talking, I was talking to someone from, yeah, I was talking to my friend at work yesterday, and I was like, if, because we were talking about it, he, like, put his phone background as the, as that, like, neon green thing, and I was like, you like it? And he was like, Amanda, we were just talking about this, and I was like, oh, my bad, I didn't hear you. Um, But he was saying that, like, he, he thinks they look good, but if it was the victory green instead of the neon green, and then I was saying I would like it better if it was just white. But in the um like like a black and white uniform, but have it be the winter classic logo that like the that D yeah, yeah with the star and everything that would be nice. I I would buy that more. I think more people would buy that than the people that are gonna buy this neon one. Yeah, this, this one's is gonna weird. appeal to the twelve year olds. This is this is very yeah that's accurate, and this is gonna be very polarizing. Yeah, because I, I was saying yesterday that. I would have like twelve year old me that went through like the neon like elite like little like oh, yeah. Xbox boy kind of phase. Yeah, I went through that. I went through that hard. <laughs> um, I would I would love it. Twenty year old me does not though. Yeah. Twenty year old me likes the Vegas version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um yeah. I Imagine don't know. if baseball did neon jerseys like that. Imagine if any of the other league did a neon jersey like that. Basketball gets close. Basketball has some weird jerseys. They have some weird jerseys. The, in NBA. Some of the city. Yeah, exactly. Jerseys. Yeah. I think everyone should do like a city jersey type of thing. I, yeah, I would like that. I, I like the ones that the Mavs had this year. I kind of like those. With the street font? I think. Yeah, yeah, Blech. yeah. I did kind of like those. No. I did like those. I think I didn't like them at first, and then they just grew on me. I think that's what happened with a lot of people, but I don't think I ever, I ever, I never crossed that. I liked really? the, I liked Houston's. Which is surprising because I don't normally like the Houston jerseys for the Rockets. I don't remember how they looked. Uh, it was like the more like boxy kind of font, almost like a like you would kind of find that font in like a kind of racisty Chinese type of thing. Oh, that's the only way for me to explain it. So but you're saying that the Houston Rockets are racist? No, because <laughs> they have a big market in China. Oh yeah, because they they have that leftover from Yao Ming. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like they're still trying to capitalize on the, on that. It looked good though. It said H Town on the front. I would have bought it, but I don't watch basketball enough to. Oh. I would do that thing where like someone buys a James Harden jersey because oh yeah, James Harden's the like, he's our guy. Let me just go on the record and say fuck James Harden. What do you do? I cannot stand him as a basketball player. Oh. He just he flops, like like a soccer player. Drives me nuts. <laughs> he plays no defense. All he does is shoot. And then, and, and you see him in games, like, checking on his stats, like, in the middle of the game. Like, looking up at the thing, like, oh, I need, like, two more buckets to get a triple-double or some shit like that. James Harden is so selfish. I can't stand that dude. He feels Cannot like, stand the, him. Would you call him the Trevor Bauer of basketball? No. Oh, okay. That would be an insult to Trevor Bauer. Wow. Really? Yeah, 100%. You're so serious about that. Yeah, James Harden sucks. I don't like him at all. Damn, all right. And I'll put my name on that. My name's Colin Rohr, and I hate James Harden. Now, now I will say, like, I would never say any of this to his face, and I don't, I don't hate him as a human being. No. I hate the way he plays basketball. You just hate his basketball style. Yeah, okay. and I don't know him as a human being. And if I get to know him as a human being, I might hate him as a human being. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't, as it is right now. Anyway... I'm that just was, saying. I'm just don't don't get me going on James Harden. I hate it when they play against him because he just he flops all over the place and he gets so many calls. It's like watching Dwayne Wade in 2006. Like he just gets so many calls, and I'm like, dude, he doesn't do anything to deserve these calls. He just he drives me nuts. I don't know. I don't want to talk about him. 
after you just ranted about him for like two minutes. <laughs> Let me say, I don't want to talk about him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no more. None of that. <laughs> anyway, back to the Jersey thing. Yeah, no, I would, I would like, I don't know. I think I would like uh, city jerseys everywhere. I would also like to see blackout jerseys in every league. I wonder if I would like, I would like those, those stars jerseys if the green was white. Yeah. Yeah. The issue is the green. The issue is the shade of green that they chose. I mean, also, the, it's kind of a boring logo on the front, too. It's just... But it pays homage to Texas. I don't know. Do you see on the collar, it's got one star? Because we're the Lone Star State, it's got one star instead of a star on both collars. <laughs> see, that's corny to me. I don't They're care like, for that. They, they went for the Texas theme this year. I know. And like, I, oh, I, Texas plays hockey now. I don't, I, don't, for it. I don't care so much about like Texas pride. I do like uh, like Dallas pride. I'm a big fan of like oh, you're weird. being being proud of from Dallas. Good lord. Um, but I don't care about like being proud of being from Texas because there's plenty plenty of parts of Texas I don't like, so <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't do anything for me. Ugh. But um, I but, don't yeah. know. I don't think I've ever met a single person from Texas that's more proud of the city they're from than being from Texas. Oh yeah, Texas Texans are so obnoxious about that. Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows it too. It's also not in a good way either. This is a really weird side note. Um, you know, people in other states don't refer to getting somewhere by how long it takes to get somewhere. Like they refer to it in miles. Like, ah, oh, yeah, I live like four miles from whomever, and then I'm like, no, 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 no. As opposed to saying, like, I live 10 minutes away? Well, so, like, when I drive from, like, here to to my boyfriend, he's three or he's four hours away, right? Four and a half, five-ish, depending on traffic. But if I'm going to be so specific, I live 301 miles away, according to someone who lives outside the freaking state. I didn't realize that was a Texas thing. Yeah, no, it's a Texas thing. My friend goes to school in Massachusetts, and she was like, oh, yeah. I'm like 20 minutes away from you, so I'll be over there at like X time, right? And then they were like, 20 minutes? What do you mean 20 minutes? And I was like, don't act like this is a foreign concept. It's not a foreign concept. Anyway, that's my my spiel on. You sound very affected by this. I was surprised by it, to say the least. Because in Indonesia, we also refer to it as time because there's so much traffic there that you have to. It's not like, oh, I live 20 miles from or X kilometers or whatever from here. It's I got to take this highway and I got to like drive yeah. for X time because there's so much traffic. When was the last time you were in Indonesia? Uh, I don't know. Five, four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I was what? supposed to go last summer. That didn't happen. Why not? Corona. Oh, you mean like this, this, past, this past summer? summer. Oh, okay. I thought you meant no, 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 no. Okay, this past summer I was supposed to go, uh, but okay. I didn't get to. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Do you know when you're going back next? Nope. Mm. After Corona. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Before I graduate and be- after Corona, hopefully that. Well, well. <laughs> that's assuming that Corona's not here to stay. Yeah. Well, at least to where it's not pandemic level. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Yeah, that's that situation. So. All right. Well, oh, story time. Oh, I get story time now. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know what time it is? It's guilty as charged <laughs> with the story. What about a pretzel, man? What's your story? He said, let's tell ghost stories, not 
Ghost stories? Oh, I don't know any ghost stories. You planted that story about the chicken. I didn't plant the story about the chicken. What's he talking about? Now this is a story. My father would tell the story of impregnating my mother every winter solstice. <laughs> What a story, Mark. Yeah, you can say that again. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Now, I told you that story to tell you this story. Baba Yaga, the witch. They tell stories to children to frighten them. Story time. I was driving here today, and my like left hand fell asleep. Like just, I was. Do just... you do you drive one handed, or do you always drive the little like two hand, like a normal person? I don't know. If normal oh, I hand. drive one handed. Do you drive with your left or your right hand? Left. Like the one that's on the yes. the window. Yes. Are you left handed? I'm right handed. Okay. Okay. Why? I um, use my other hand for like playing the drums. And do stuff. you play the drums in the car? Oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> I'll hit this like the 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 uh, center console makes a different sound than the dashboard. You like seriously like makes you a different sound from the ceiling. I have you three different the ceiling too. Yes, hundred percent. Especially like if I get to a good part, I know. I a lot of times I use both hands because it doesn't for like a quick thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like if I like if I need three sounds, I know my go to. I'm like pop, pop, pop. Like you I'll punch it. I'll punch up at the top. <laughs> Oh, I oh I I go hard in the car. I sing I sing my heart out in the car. I will well not lately. Lately, I've been listening to a bunch of different podcasts. But um, no, if you see me in my car, I'm I'm pounding something. I'm singing my heart out. Oh no, I sing. I get oh, places and I'm hoarse. And people are like, why are you hoarse? And I'm like, I don't know. I did the the not this most recent time, but the time before that when I went home for no reason and I left at five o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the morning. I left super early, so I needed to like keep myself awake in the car. So I um blared musicals i'm like a big musical person um what's your favorite mu top top five musicals oh god top five musicals dear evan hansen is number one what is that what is that stay talking to the microphone <laughs> dear evan hansen is number one dear evan hansen yeah so this uh, i don't know my best friend is on this wall somewhere okay um and she and i got really into dear evan hansen when we were in high school and I'm Connor Murphy, and she's Evan Hansen, and we sing. There's one song in the, and it's like a like a duet thingy, um, where they're like writing letters back and forth to each other. But the thing is, like, have you seen it? Do you know anything about Dear Evan Hansen? I've never even heard of it. Okay. Anyway, I'm not gonna spoil it, but it's really good. Um, but essentially, it's all, um, someone's lying the whole the whole show. Um, like, is it like Clue? No. Oh. Um, and <laughs> and so. Emily, my friend, she would sing the Evan Hansen parts and I would sing the Connor Murphy parts. We would go hard to that song in the car. Now I sing it. When I sing it in the car, I can't sing both parts because I'm like, ah, I got to sing it with Emily. And Emily's on her mission, but it's a whole other thing. Mm. Love Dear Evan Hansen. Favorite show. Probably of all time. Followed. No, 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 no. No, I was wrong. Newsies is my number one show of all time. Uh, Dear Evan Hansen is number two. Um... Phantom of the Opera is probably number three because I really like the music Ooh, from Phantom of the fancy. Opera. fancy. That makes you sophisticated. Yeah. Les Mis is number four. Oh, um, yeah. Les Mis was great. My school, my high school did Les Mis. And then I, I didn't go to... I think my high school did Les Mis two years before I got into high school. Yeah. And then... um, Oh, what was it? Uh, Big Fish. Big Fish was the musical we did my junior year of high school, and that's, that's my number five. Wow. Because that was the first musical I had ever done tech for. Oh, okay. Dope. I was never in theater, so I didn't do any musicals. But every time my high school did put on one, I loved to go watch it. Because uh, I had a lot of friends in there, too, anyway. Yeah. 
Um, and I love to go. I, I still love to go to the theater and, and watch plays and musicals. My first musical ever was Newsies, and that's why that's like so high up on my okay. list. If I had to power rank my top five musicals, um, it's going to include more movies than yours for sure. Okay. Number one is probably Grease. I've never seen Grease. Oh, I... I know I need to watch it, but I've never seen it. I know every single line to Grease. Wow. <laughs> probably. That might that might not be true, but only might. That's what I that's that's how I am with newsies. I can like I know every line, every song, every at this point I almost know every dance move. Yeah. Yeah. Um I feel like I'm blanking on one. I feel like there's another really big one that I'm a big fan of, but I can't remember it. Um I'm big fan of um oh, what was the one? Um Into the Woods. Ah, uh, yeah. I love Into the that's, Woods. That's a good one. That's a really yeah, that's a great one. I went back to my high school to go see that last yeah, yeah. My high school did that one while I was there too. Um um I might be only able to name three. High school musical goes hard. High school musical always goes hard. <laughs> That's just the facts. I sing um I sing that Soren song. I sing that like on an almost daily basis. <laughs> um and then Hmm. I might just have to give you a top three. Wow. But I feel like I'm blanking on I feel like there's a really big one that I'm missing. Are you missing Footloose? Is that your big one? No, I don't like Footloose. Annie? Oh! <laughs> I, almost, I almost knocked the computer off of it. We just <laughs> almost lost everything. I love Annie. Annie. Was that the big one you were forgetting? No, it's not. You just love I, Annie. I was raised on Annie. And I was Miss Hannigan in the fourth grade production. We love you, Miss Hannigan! <laughs> and the thing was, we did this as my like little elementary school thing. Um, and I was Miss Hannigan and it was, it was great. But the problem was I was number one, afraid to blow the whistle that I had. I had a little whistle and I was scared to blow the whistle. Number two, I wasn't mean enough. Oh, come on. So my music teacher was like, Amanda, we'll give the role to somebody else if you can't be mean enough. And I was like, okay, okay. I'll be mean enough. I'll, I'll figure it out. Damn. I got there, but like it, it was tough. I was not very mean at the time. I was still like very like small, like bubbled child. I still, I still reference Annie on probably a daily basis too. But there's one more. There's one more. Keep naming musicals. What's another oh, one? God. Hamilton. I don't know. Uh, Hamilton was good, but not my favorite, just because it's it's too smart for me. What else? Six. That's I don't know the what one, that is. That's like a Hamilton, but like British kind of Hamilton type of thing. Next. Um, Bright Star, but I don't nope. know if you know that one. Do you nope. know that one? Nope. Okay. Next. Quick story about Bright Star. Oh. Um, my high school did it. My senior year, that was like we won. So in Houston, we have like a little like competition for um musicals around the, uh, like the high school area or like the high schools in the area they yeah um like the tonys emmys whatever type of an award and we won best musical for it on top of that we were the second high school in the entire country to put on the show oh wow yeah it was like a new show wow yeah that's badass yeah it was super dope um i don't know I had a story. I have like my actual story that I wanted to tell, but here we are ranting about I'm, high school. So. I'm, I'm, we'll get to that, but I'm, okay. I'm trying to find a list here. Okay. Um. What? Okay. La La Land was great. That's a musical. Oh, Greatest Showman did not like that. Really? What did you did have not, against Greatest Showman? Did not like Greatest Showman. Oh, I did in Greatest Showman. I did like um that scene at the bar where Zac Efron oh, and the, um, Hugh Jackman sing yeah. together. That was a cool part. I did like that. Oh, The Wizard of Oz. Huge fan of The Wizard of Oz. Um, the Sound of Music, phenomenal. West Side Story. No, didn't you like that. You don't like that. West Side Story? That's my dad's number one. I guarantee it. Mamma Mia, Hair, uh, Godspell, uh, Chicago. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? That's considered a musical? There is a musical version of it. Oh, okay. 
uh, Camelot, My Fair Lady, Jersey Boys, Hairspray, Wicked. Ooh, A Star Is Born. Does that count? No. It's a movie. It's a movie musical. Book of Mormon. That was one of my favorite movies that came out whenever, whatever year it came out. Mm. Book of Mormon. Uh, I think we're just. I think we're just gonna have to move on. You, you'll you'll come back to it. You'll you'll do what I do, which is like, oh my god, wait. <gasps> do you know anything about Dogfight? No. Ah, Dogfight's so good too. I just started listening to that one. That one's really really good. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so my story. I went home for the weekend, right? What's where, this? Oh, Purple Rain oh. music movie. Love that. Love me some Prince. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. So I went home for the weekend, right? We're aware of this. I went home because I needed to vote. And then... Who'd you vote for? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't talk about that stuff. Um, so... <sighs> Robert is such a weirdo. This man has a Spider-Man suit. I wanted... He has a Spider-Man suit? Yeah. He also has one of those jackets that zips up all the way to like the top of your head and it's a Spider-Man one as well. Oh my god. Yeah. So so he streams sometimes. And so I was oh, I was aware of, of him having this. So he he did a stream the other day and it was him in the Spider-Man suit with the Spider-Man jacket on top of it. And I was like, I hate this so much. My guy. Oh, Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> I like I I did like the remake they made a few years ago. I haven't watched the, the live person. I don't think one. I've seen either of them. I've not seen the any of. You, I don't think I've seen any. Of I'm just gonna keep interrupting your story. You're fine. Going. You're good. Just don't interrupt me while I'm trying to tell if I'm actually talking about the story stuff. Um. So yeah, so he has this. He has a Spider-Man suit. Yeah, come come on. This oh, is it. Forward. I'm done. I'm done after okay, this. Is one. this the one that you the one that you couldn't think of and you? I don't know. Got it? I don't know, but it might be the Blues Brothers. Have you seen that? No, I've not seen the Blues Brothers. Oh my god, have you? Oh my, alright. You're like so disappointed. You didn't know what Jurevin Hansen was. I don't come from a theater. I'm, alright. I, I you should are, clarify that. I don't mean musical, theater musicals. Musical I movies. Mean, I mean musical movies. Uh, I, should, I should clarify you that. You should have. Those can translate to the stage, but well, I didn't, I didn't take theater not. and I was not involved in it. I didn't take theater either. You were involved. I got bored. I was like, someone convinced me to audition for the musical and I didn't get a part. So they said, hey, we'll let you do lights. And I said, hell yeah, I'll do lights. Oh. And I loved it. All right. So, it was a different group of friends. All right. So you're dating Spider-Man, right? Uh, yes, essentially. Um, <laughs> and I made fun of him the other day because he eats a lot, right? He's got this stupid fast metabolism. But I was making fun of him for getting a little bit pudgy. Um, hey, don't do that. It was just it was just a little joke because the Spider-Man suit's really tight, right? That's just how it is. So he's a little pudgy and he goes he says something about being Peter B. Parker and it was great. Um so anyway, I'm dating Spider-Man and not only am I dating Spider-Man, Spider-Man decided he was going to go out into the world as Spider-Man. I needed to go to Target. Oh, so it's kinda like a bit. I needed to go to Target. He went to Target dressed as Spider Man? Yeah. Oh, that did you film it? No. Oh, you should have filmed it. At this point, I wasn't gonna film it. It was just a regular occurrence. At this point, I'm, I'm. Uh. That's funny. That's kind of like Borat. Like Borat goes into places doing characters and bits and stuff. So you gotta he, do that. He he went to the we went to the store, and his mom. We're walking out of his house, and his mom's like, "Really, man? You're gonna go? You're gonna let him go dress like that?" And I was like, 
I've already said my piece. Worst comes to worst, I'll leave him at Target. Because <laughs> they don't live that far from Target. So Is he like, still at Target today? No, no, okay. he made it home. Okay. Um, so... Shout out Target. We love Target. We go to Target. I'm getting stuff that I need and and he's he also has a Spider-Man mask. His mask is like like a Spider-Man like a like a face mask cuz like you got to wear face masks cuz corona. Right. Um so he has a Spider-Man face mask. Um almost wore the like the head part too, but then we couldn't figure out how to put the mask on top of the other mask because they were like you can't come in with just the uh, the ski cap okay, thing on. Yeah, yeah. So he has the Spider-Man mask, and there's all these little kids that are like waving at Spider-Man. Oh my god! It he was probably so, made these kids his day. It was day. so cute. It was legitimately so cute. Um, and the only reason I was okay with it is because I've been a mascot before for a swim team, so I know what it's like to be like to walk around and have someone have to walk me around because I can't see where I'm going. But then at the same time, having kids be like, "Oh my god, look, it's the gator! I want to say hi to the gator." I was a gator. Um, so. I took pictures of like, like I took pictures of him, but not like while we were there. Um, so yeah, he was Spider Man. We walked around Target, and he had a lot of kids like kind of wave at him, and it was really cute. And we walked through like the toy section because he was gonna get a game and whatever. So that was really cute. And then we were walking back to my car, and this like other lady is like parked a row over with like a little girl. Um, and all of a sudden I hear wave to Spider-Man, wave to Spider-Man. And I'm telling Robert, I was like, they're saying like, wave, wave to the kid, wave to the kid. And he didn't hear me. So he didn't wave to the kid. And I felt so bad for that kid, but it was really cute. And then that kid is going to grow up to be like Doc Ock or some, like some <laughs> villain from the, from the <laughs> Spider-Man universe. And then, and then we went to, um, he needed to get a haircut because his hair was obnoxiously long. Um, so we drive around Baytown. And we go to four different, there's like, we start looking up different like places to get haircuts or whatever. And so the first place he went to last time, they're closed. The guy that takes two freaking hours to cut the freaking hair, he was closed. And then we go to like, you know, the little chain, whatever, haircutting places. They're closed. We call the fourth one. They're like, hey, we're only doing appointments and the earliest appointment we have is Wednesday. So then we were like, fine, we'll go to sports clip. So he goes to sports clip. I'm sitting in the car and the girl cutting his hair is flirting with my man. Did you fight? I did not. I was in the car. He didn't tell me this until afterwards. Oh. And so he comes out to the car and he tells me, oh yeah, she was flirting with me. I, w- I was hey. like, how rude. How dare she do such a thing? And and so he was like, well, I mean, I went on to tell her about um about the, the Spider-Man thing from yesterday. And then she stopped flirting with me because he was like he was told he was like oh yeah yesterday i went to uh i went to target with my girlfriend and i was dressed as spider-man and she stopped she stopped with the flirting after that well that's and i good. was like did she stop flirting because of the spider-man bit or did she stop flirting because you have a girlfriend <laughs> she's not attracted to spider-man <laughs> i was like this could have gone one of two ways but There's no way she's not attracted to Spider-Man. It was it was pretty it was pretty cute. I thought it was like the cutest thing I had seen all weekend. And what then, what would you have done if she wanted to fight you over him? Winner fight to the death. Winner gets the boy. I'll I'll beat her up, man. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> For the first time in history, I actually like a guy, and I'm pretty determined in the fact that I like him. So like. You'll throw hands if you have I to. I will. Okay. Oh, no. Hell okay. yeah, I'll throw hands. Okay, good. I was just making sure. <sighs> That's good. That's good to hear. No, I love him. It's great. That's good. 
All right. Yeah, that's my story. That's good. No, that was good. That was fun. <laughs> um, a couple of things. First oh. of all, first of all, you should go out and vote. If you haven't already, you should go out and vote. Yes, voting is good. If that's a thing you can do, go vote. And if you can't vote, tell people that you know that can vote to go vote. And you can follow um, me on any social media platform and come bother me at amalini53. You cannot follow me at any social media platform, but Twitter. CD Roar, R-O-H-R. C-D-R-O-H-R. Um, if you want, but I do a lot of politics on there, so that might scare people away. Mine's just, mine's just baseball. Baseball and sad. Yeah, I do baseball, music, and politics. <laughs> so... There's only there's a very small cross section of Twitter that relates to anything that I say, <laughs> so I'm just I'm just speaking to nobody on Twitter. But if you want to see that, go ahead. If you want to be a part of my nothing, please. Follow yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm not on Instagram or Facebook or anything else. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, sounds good. Well, that'll be the end of that. Go vote. And uh, I thought you were about to say go pokes. Go Pokes. Breaking news. Transferring to Oklahoma State. Not. They were on my list of schools when I started looking at schools. I'm not going to lie. Well, they do have a dope mascot. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. And his good friend, Freddy. Oh, man. Rest in peace. Look at that. We've come full circle. That's yes. where we stop it. Right there. Shout out Peter Alfano. Is that, is that how you say his name? There's a guy who hits his name Randy Rosarena. Every time he takes a swing, it is a thing. It's called Sabuena. Running around the bases, he's as fast as a hyena. Ah, oh, Rosarena. Aye!